This is 50. Yes, yes, you heard it right. This is episode 50 of the Wire to Wire podcast. Welcome. And as always, it's me, your host, Yusuf. Now, this is a monumental episode. I'm joined by my regular guests, Jordan and Zazu. With the new year right around the corner, we discuss our experiences and thoughts on 2021, and we give our outlook on 2022. So without further ado, let's just get right to it. Welcome to the Wire to Wire podcast. This is episode 50. Big so, 5-0. Yo, that's, congrats, man. I'm glad I'm here. Thank you, Hish, man. You guys, Hish in the making, man. Hish in the making. Yeah, so, you know, you guys are a big part of it, so I had to get you guys on, you know, for this episode. And it also falls, you know, around the time of the holidays, New Year's, right around the corner. Yeah. So, 2021, how was it? Let's talk about it. Man, 2021 was horrible, man. Ain't gonna cap. <laughs> Ain't gonna cap. It's really bad, actually. Let me think about it. What what good happened to Antoine? So, 2021, my kid was born. That's that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's my second last. You know, uh, I'm absolutely done. You know, I've had my <laughs> had my doctor visit, got it all done. You know, I'm I'm out, man. Um, what else? Yeah, that's it, man. That's the only good thing. <laughs> Yo, it, I think it was it was a it was a long year, even though it flew by. I feel like so much happened, and I feel like 2020. And 2021 is like a blur because like I feel like they they mix between the years. Like I felt like it was just like one long year from between 2020 and 2021 because it was just like depending on depending on your work or depending on what you were doing day to day. Like from 2020 to 2021, like it was a lot of just the same shit. And of course, we we got a chance to to do other things as restrictions loosened up but like look at us now back at it again right so it's it was a it was a long i i i think the 2020 2021 it was such a long year <laughs> yeah nah, i 20, agree with jordan like nah, it was horrible man 2021 honestly bro it did feel like a long year like there's so much things that i think back that happened this year i'm like it all happened in the same year like it's crazy mm-hmm. to me. yeah yeah it felt like a very long year wasn't there like a whole? Oh, that's twenty twenty that they changed the uh, the president of the United States, right? So yeah, the election was twenty twenty, and then he got sworn in January of this year. Ah, okay, okay, there you go. And crazy man. Yeah, and we had a very useless election this year. Yeah, we had a we had an election. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was a, bro, it was so useless. It cost. It was, it was the shortest election. It was the most expensive. Yeah, and it ended up being the same number as it was in the last election, so it was still a minority government. Mm-hmm. Like, and honestly, like, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I have to be real. This year was like twenty twenty, like was a sequel to twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty was better for me. No cap, like, I had more auditions than I ever did in twenty twenty, and okay. there were legit ones. Um, unfortunately, I didn't book any, but uh, I thought 2021 because I got a new agent and they just sent me jobs. 2021 proved to be worse because, like, I, I barely got any audition. It was crazy how that, like, I'm like, what's going on? I still can't figure out what's happening. Even though I got my actress status back as an actor, like, my mm-hmm. 
my amount of audition just dipped, like dipped. Yeah, although my Instagram blew up in 2021, which is crazy to me, but like apart from that, like everything else like that I like my my passion for like for acting out here in Canada, like everything Canada dipped while everything international went up, which was to me it's just wild. Um I guess you gain some, you win some, you lose some, I guess. But um, 2020, I had my baby girl, Atlas, and then 2021, my my other, my last baby girl. So it's like I had two blessings, but like the years, like family wise, you just like external family wise, crazy because like you know my brother, you know, got into a huge car accident and he's going through a lot, like with his family, um, trying to overcome demons in his life and stuff like that. So it's just. For me, it's just been wild with the whole entire coronavirus and everything. Like, it, it's just been wild. And just watching our world just tumble because of this virus, it's just so crazy because it's like you're starting to see how evil people can be or yeah. how manipulative the government can get. And, and like, you know, and not only that, you start realizing how fragile life is. Like, it takes, like, like literally a split second and your life could change. Like I was just talking to one of my clients today and he told me like he was, his life was perfect five years ago. And in, like within like a matter of span, like a day, he lost his vision. He's, he's his taste. He lost every, like pretty much he became disabled, which was freaking crazy. I'm like, Whoa. He's like, yeah, I woke up one day and boom. I'm like, that's like just how fragile life is, man. It's, yeah, man, this year, these years have been crazy years for me. And um, I'm starting to realize, like, you know, you got to prize what you have, your health, um, you know, just to your family's health. Like, you just got to, there's so much to be grateful for, but because you never know what can happen in the span of, like, literally seconds, you know. That's very, that's very true, bro. And, like, I... I've seen a lot of crazy things, and every day just seems to get crazier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro, we're watching the world like crumble before our very eyes. Like I see and, what happens in New Zealand. Like New Zealand yeah. is, has fallen. Australia has fallen. Like Canada mm-hmm. is the at flooded, that flooded Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. and like even politically, like I I, I don't want to get conspiratorial or anything, but like we're living in the new world order bro like it's yeah it's unfolding right before our very eyes and we're yeah. seeing how we always prided ourselves like we live in a democracy and things that happened back then can never happen again and we're living in it and we're seeing it mm-hmm. i saw this one tweet and it was just like it's so true it was saying three things i learned during the pandemic one the government is really inc- incompetent especially here in canada two big farmers really greedy and three, rights can be taken away very easily. Yep. Just like that, right? And, yeah. like, just to even speak on everything that's going on, like, so much has gone on, and my eyes say it's been, like, a blur. It's because, like, I'm almost numb to anything that comes about, right? Like, a new virus is just like, oh, here we go again. Before, it was Delta. What happened to Delta? Delta's gone. Now it's Omicron, right? Now we're dealing with Amarion twenty twenty one. <laughs> So, like, it's just crazy. It's, it's, one, it's, it's one thing after the next, right? And it's just, like, 
I haven't even been able to react. It's no more longer like, oh my god, like this is terrible. Just yeah, like, there's no shocking just, factor no more, man. Yeah, you just oh, gotta keep back. pushing because like we've seen, heard it all, right? From the and there's every day there's a next distraction to distract you from what just happened, right? The next day something else is gonna happen, and you right. just gotta keep pushing forward, just like how the NBA is just pushing forward. Every per, every day, ten people are entering COVID protocol, but these games are still gotta be played. And you wanna know what's crazy? The NBA is doing a fantastic job to teach us a lot about um, COVID. Literally, like these NBA players are all fully vaccinated, and yet they are still having to go through um, protocols, which I think is just crazy. Yeah, you know, it, it's so crazy. And you know, like, okay, when I started this podcast, right? I like sports because sports is a microcosm of life in some senses. Mm-hmm. Like you learn a lot, like people's character based on how they compete, right? Oh, for sure. So, t- so to use that thing we're talking about with this virus, right? So, over ninety percent of the league is fully jabbed. Sixty-five percent took their booster, right? That's what they reported, and people are still catching it. Mm-hmm. So, they don't not just pause- catching and- it. They have to. They have to go. Um. Um. Uh, quarantine. So the thing is, like, whether you took it or you don't, or you didn't take it, you're following the same protocols, anyways. Like Kyrie, the protocols he's following is the exact same protocol as a fully jab player is. So this is yeah. something we're gonna have to learn to live with. Like Adam Silver, he was like, "Well, I'm not gonna suspend the season because he's right. He shouldn't, and we shouldn't stop society from functioning because of this thing." Like he mm-hmm. came to the conclusion that these politicians, for whatever reason. We know the reasons. Don't want to come to that conclusion. There's big money in pharmaceuticals, and we know there's big money in Big tech. money, man. And you know what's crazy? Right in our face. You know what's crazy? Take this in. So you could, you could go to the COVID center and, and do this, the, the test, and it'll take like, what, a couple of 24 hours or more for you to get your test back. Or you could go to your local shopper's drug mart and do a quick rapid test, which is actually less invasive to your nose. It's literally a swab. The other one is like a huge stick up your nose, um, and, and they swiggle the hard and harsh. Um, and and uh, I, I've seen both process. Um, I yeah, did. The, I experienced the, the, it the, both. Yeah. I didn't experience the other one. My kids did, just because I wasn't trying to pay for no uh, shoppers drug money. I didn't think it was gonna be that crazy. But when I had to go do like a COVID test because I had a shoot to do. I went to Shopper's Drug Mart. I got myself done. It's like literally matter of seconds. I got my results, mm-hmm. bro. You know what's like, so crazy? What? Yeah. And I had to pay twenty five dollars. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So what? Hold on. The, I again the exact same result, super crazy. quick, less invasive. Cost me twenty five dollars. But uh, if I had to go to this COVID center, I had to wait in big lines, and again the huge stick up my nose, and then. They're gonna take about twenty-four to seventy uh, to forty-eight hours to get your test back, yeah. which I think was crazy. When I figured that out, I'm like, "Yeah, these guys are all thieves, man." It's like yeah. when when uh, cesarean session became a thing where they started cutting women's up, like cutting women open. Um, it became a lot of profit for doctors. So the quicker they do it, um, the they're paying for not just. Uh, this, you can't pay for surgery. You can't pay for how fast they deliver the babies. So uh, it's, it was like a huge breakthrough for you know the the, uh, the the hospitals where you know a lot of women are just going there do cesarean section. The, 
it, it just doubles or quadruples the amount that the doctor makes, right? So that's why you, you see a lot of women, like think about how many women you know that's pregnant goes into the hospital, come back saying, oh, I have to do a C-session. You know how crazy that number is? Astronomical. And this is simply because the, 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 we have a corrupt hospital, uh, like a corrupt doctor, uh, I don't know what to call it, a corrupt uh, institution where our hospitals are corrupt, our pharmaceuticals are corrupt because they just want to make money, like a lot of money. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my friends, like, you don't, your wife, don't let them use the, oh, your baby can get tangled up in there. Yeah, it can get tangled up in there. But my wife literally pushed her baby in the, to- in, in the shower by herself. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah. and, and and that was supernatural, normal, no, 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 um, no medicine, nothing. She literally was like, oh, the baby's coming, baby's coming. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. And she goes to get ready to, to go to the hospital. And literally, she's in the shower, showering, and the baby's coming right on out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you know. And I'm like, what? I was so, like, scared. I'm like, what to do? What am I going to do? And naturally, the baby did what it, the, the body did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the baby came out nice and healthy. And I'm telling you, yeah, I get it. Some ladies do need to do cesarean section, but not all women need to. Because, you know what I'm saying? Naturally, the the body wants to give that child a a, a proper canal to come through it. And and they scare um, couples thinking they might lose their child during during birth, which is not true. You know, like what I've seen this past year? Like I've seen science become a religion right Mm -hmm. like before science used to be okay here's your hypothesis now you have to prove it right so it was open to questioning but now we got to a point where like nope this is what we say and it cannot be questioned right right that which is like the antithesis of science dr fauci has become some kind of prophet like figure where he can never be questioned people will tell you Joe Rogan is not an expert on science but then somehow Bill Gates is even though he doesn't have a medical background so it just became ridiculous, bro. Like the whole thing with this test, right? The CDC clearly said that the PCR test is not reliable and should not be used for data because it cannot distinguish influenza from it cannot distinguish influenza from this virus. Right. But we still base our numbers on PCR tests, which CDC said is not accurate. Right, because if you have the flu, they'll say you have COVID. Exactly. Yeah. And what and we have enough data now. It's been two years. Cases will spike in the winter because it's flu. And because we have all this fear porn, if I have a runny nose, I think something's wrong with me. I'm going to go take a test. Yeah. I take the test. Oh, it comes back positive. Now it's yeah. a positive case. Yeah. So it's like this fear porn they're sticking us with, bro. And it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's because the pharmaceutical companies are pushing for this. Yeah. yeah so like, I literally just like, you're right. Um, in terms of like you know they not be able to distinguish influenza versus the virus, literally the, they stated that the virus because like if you look at the virus's symptoms, it's the exact same thing as influenza. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, babes, I know I have the flu, you know, I, I felt this before, I've had fevers before. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go and do a COVID test, they're gonna tell me I have COVID. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And 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 and. Uh, I called my doctor. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sick. Um, you know, I know it's not the, I know it's not COVID. I, like, I've had this, this, this sickness before. It's totally flu. 
like yeah, yeah. but you should probably go to to the COVID yep. test. I'm like, exactly. I can't get checked normally, and I have yeah. to go, go do a, a COVID test before anything else, and anything, it's just bro. so yeah. just so tiresome. And like, uh, my wife went to go get the uh, the school kits because like if you have kids and that go to school, they actually give you a bunch of like uh, COVID home kits, test. home yeah. tests, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that exists. Yep. Anyways, it was like pregnancy, like doing a pregnancy pregnancy test. So you get the swab, you put in, you talk, yeah, you put in the. And you dip the, it into some liquid thing. And yeah. You put it into some machine. It gives you it's, the reading. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it for my uh, my younger son who showed no symptoms and he said that he was positive. So I'm like, great. Like it looks like we're all have COVID here. I guess. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. It just to me, it, it, it's uh, it's it, it just it's a crazy world we live in and. A lot of people are being scared. Like, for example, like my wife, she doesn't know what she wants. She wants to do. She doesn't, you know, she, she hears the, the negatives and the positive. And, and the reason why she's leaning towards getting it is simply because she cannot take our kids anywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally, she can't, she can't go into the soccer center without, t- without a COVID vaccine. She yeah. literally, her, her, my daughter has dance recital. She can't go because we can just drop her off. She can't go and watch the recital because she's not vaccinated. It's like just... Mm-hmm. To her, she doesn't want to miss all this, um, this, this, um, these stepping stones in her kid's life, and so she's like, "I have to go get my shot because I don't want to keep missing out on all these uh, great um, parts of our kids' lives." And she's right, you know, it's right. And like, this is how they're getting parents to get yeah. um, vaccinated because they're using their kids as a as a as a as a killing point to go get the vaccinated like like, like my wife doesn't want to miss it and for me i'm like ah there'll be more <laughs> yeah and, and before it was you know just, it was the unvaccinated and the vaccinated but now it's the double dosed and now the booster right there's yeah. gonna yeah. be a divide between those that have their two shots and those that have their boosters right now yeah. if they make it those without their boosters can't do anything right so it's like now yeah. you're three shots behind. Three which shots. is so crazy. That's so crazy. I, <laughs> yeah. And the and the thing is the goalpost will keep moving. Moving, like, yeah. It's it's not like if you comply, it's not gonna stop. It's gonna actually get worse. And I've always said people do should do what they want to do, right? Yeah. But Survival it should never, the yeah, but it should never be about I cannot pay my bills if I don't take this, or I can't spend time mm-hmm. with my family if I don't take this. Like that's to me that's, that's where way, that's where it's at right now. That's the yeah, thing. and they're going way below the belt. Like that's that's way too far for me. Like you're threatening people's livelihoods over something like this. Yeah, man. People have lost jobs, man. Lost okay, jobs. Right. Family members are are you know fighting because of it. And um, it, it's not rooted in science, bro. Like, it's okay. crazy. My dad, my dad asked me, he's like, why haven't you gotten the shot? I'm like, because I'm just not sure about the vaccine. Yet. It's like, well, people died from the vaccine. I'm like, dad, people have died from taking the vaccine. She's like, how many? How many? I'm like, dad, I'm not going to just pull up research <laughs> and tell you how many people died from the vaccine when you watch the news and the news have told you people have died from the vaccine. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's common knowledge that people have died from the vaccine. How many? Probably not a lot. But but still, that person could be me. <laughs> you know, there is risk in 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 a, a clinical trial vaccine that's that's being tested using everyone as guinea pigs. Like those that want to take it, take it. If you don't want to take it, go on about your life. Like this is the first time in my life I've ever heard that I took it, you didn't take it, so mine is not going to work effectively. What kind of science is that? Like that's not how it works. 
you took it. So if you were to get exposed to it, it should do its job in protecting you, right? So yeah, it there's... doesn't matter whether the person around you took it or not. But this is the only, like the way they're spinning it is like, oh, if I took it and you didn't take it, mine is not going to work until you do. What? Right. It's so crazy. Like, I think if what they're I saying... work out and you don't work out, does that mean now I'm not going to make gains because you're not working out? Like so crazy, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> the the part that pisses me off is like this. They keep saying, oh, this COVID won't end until everyone gets vaccinated. And I'm like, huh? How does that make any sense? And somebody explained saying that, like, let's say out of 10 people, only three people out of 10 people were vaccinated, right? Only three people will show symptoms and, and, and will be able to pass the COVID on, right? Okay, cool. They, and then they said, oh, out of, if you're unvaccinated, out of 10, you're most likely like nine people can like pass it on and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, so let's say they catch the virus and now they have the immunoglobin now and they are less likely to catch it going forward. What are the chances of passing it on now? And they'll be the exact same as those who are vaccinated, if not better, greater. So it's like you catch COVID. And you have the, like, Kyrie Irving, like, you know, he already has COVID. His chances yeah. of, of catching again is super low and passing it on is super low. So that's that's what their – so my their the idea of, oh, if you're not vaccinated, it, COVID would never stop is so silly to me because once you have the virus, just like any other virus, you become immune to the next virus because you have the immunoglobin. So you, you have that – um uh you have the immune your, your immune system has yeah natural immunity yeah your natural immunity has grown up for it so now that most people clearly a lot of people are catching covid uh, how many more people to go to to, to catch covid <laughs> you know you the idea of it will never stop is, is silly i i don't agree with it i think it, it it will come to an end once everybody either has caught it or is so-called vaccinated but i'm not getting vaccinated because clearly I've had COVID already, so yeah, I'm I not mean, going anywhere. Bro, honestly, it's a personal choice, right? I, I would never criticize someone that did take it, and I will never criti- criticize someone that didn't take it. Yeah, that won't take it's, it, exactly. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter, right? But the way, they're, the way they're trying to divide society, right? They're trying to create this tension among society between people that took it and people that didn't take it. Soon they're going to mm-hmm. come for the people that, only, that took two jabs versus the booster. Yeah. And they're going to keep running this thing. So, honestly... Running. People need to wake up and really understand what's going on. This is not about health and safety. This is not about our well-being, okay? It's money. It's money. It's corruption, right? This is a matter of power and control, Mm -hmm. okay? From political figures, from pharmaceutical companies, big tech to an extent, because there is a lot of censorship that's going on. Honestly, people need to find a way to fight back. Like, really, that's what it's going to come down to. (laughs) Business owners are going to have to say enough is enough. Because the more people comply, like... Take the virus out of it, right? If you believe it's a threat, you believe it's a threat. You're entitled to your beliefs, right? Right. But what we did is we set a precedent now that anything that the government deems to be a threat to society, we gave them the blueprint on how they can infringe on our rights in the process. So anything that they consider to be a threat, they now have a blueprint. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We can, like, how can a government decide who is considered essential to an economy and who isn't? But we gave them that power. So they can tell you your business is not essential. You can't operate. But you still have to pay the cost of operating a business. Mm-hmm. That's like, so crazy. That's crazy. And that's scary, bro. That's way too much power for them to have. And you're yep. setting people behind. 
So business. Yeah, like like sports was a, like sports was essential. Cause money. Look how much money is in sports. I'm saying that you just say like right? sports is not even essential, bro. Exactly. Come on, bro. These guys are crazy, man. If you talk about essential, essential sport was not that's essential. That's the thing. Like if you, sport if was you look one at, in. If you look at everything that came back right away, that's how you know what's yeah. the most powerful. Crazy. Restaurants were the last to face capacity. Were the last to have their capacity restrictions lifted. Like mm-hmm. men are f- hungry. And they were the first. They were the first to get the restrictions back on. Crazy. So it's it. So to me, this is a it's a precedent that's being set. And I think people, again, whatever side of the fence you're on, that's your that's your belief. I'm not going to knock anyone's belief, but business owners need to take a stand and say, no, enough is enough, because you're just setting us back into something that we can into a hole that we cannot recover from. If I'm paying bills and providing for my family, then I'm I'm essential. Period. These small businesses that suffered, like they're paying bills, they have small like they have mouths got, to feed. Got through underneath the bus, man. And it's Deal like, and they're essential. Yeah. So to me, this whole thing is just ridiculous. And you know, more lawyers need to step up. More business owners need to step up. Lawyers are corrupt, man. Come on, man. Yeah, because they don't want to risk losing their license by yeah. going against these people, right? And so they will, because like, those are powerful people they're going up against. Look at look at the opioid crisis. <laughs> Crazy. And opioids, where to start from? Doctors prescribing them to people. Yeah. So it's it, it's crazy, man. What a year. <laughs> what a year, man. What a year. So what does uh, what do you guys think twenty twenty two has in store? Like, bro, you know, it's not getting any better, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Who not knows? getting any better. Who really knows? Because we we went into twenty one twenty twenty one with with some hope, right? And then look look where we are. COVID go out some game film and they're back. <laughs> back and better. They Bro, they, the they, beginning they, of they this... threw out Delta. They threw out Delta and be like, ah, okay. Okay. They they they're thinking about getting another booster. Soft. Amarion. Boom. What are you what are you gonna do now? Taking over the world, fam. Bro, I remember they had the Lambda and that variant didn't stick. Yeah, right. That, the, that, the, the, the name that was work. a flop. Yeah, that one was a flop. Then yeah. they came with Omicron, right? And if you look at the like history of Omicron, like if you look at the name, yeah, it was a Decepticon, bro. In, in uh, Transformers, mm-hmm. it was a Decepticon, bro. Like it was the name of a Decepticon, and it was also the name of I think it was like was it a game where like a demon would take over, possess your body? I don't know if they. I'm just saying that's a very interesting name to assign it. Mm-hmm. They know what they're bro, doing, man. They, of course they know, bro. I think for 2022, like I, on a personal level, I have a more optimistic outlook on how things will go. Okay. But Why is I'm, that? Because I can only control what goes on around. I can only control myself, right? Just faith? I can't, just going off faith? Yeah. Like I can't control the world around me, but I can control myself. So I can still show up and try to be the best version of myself that I can be, you know, try to live a disciplined lifestyle, you know, still actively try to work on my goals. Remember we talked about this on the last time that all three of us came together. We were talking about like, you know, getting into like investments and things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. Investing was a roller coaster too this year. Sure. So those are things that we can control, right? Like Zazu, like you're the way you blew up on IG, bro. Like that was like that was crazy, bro. Right? So 
Yeah. These are these are things that we can control and that we can focus on that gives me a positive outlook for 2022. But as a society, man, this is the this is our last chance, bro. I would say if 10 is full on totalitarian, authoritarian, like communist country, we are like at eight and a half. <laughs> We're almost at that point, right? New Zealand is there. Australia is there. Canada is knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. So if... If people don't push back, like the we're, life, like we're all out here hating on China, hating on China. Yeah, we are becoming like China. When I was a kid growing up, I remember when I used to see China on the news. I always seen everyone wearing masks. Now that's us. Mm-hmm. That's us, bro. Like we're the ones walking around wearing a mask. Did anyone ask us how did did you want to wear a mask? No, they just mandated it. It happened. They told yeah. you if you don't have this, you can't participate in society. We ran with it. Business. Like the ran difference. With it. The difference from. When I went to New Orleans and to watch a football game to coming back here, tenfold. tenfold nah, they don't, they don't care bro. out there, man. They don't care out there, man. It was dystopian. Here is so dystopian, bro. Yeah. If you look at places like Florida, Texas, right? Living life normal. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like what's happening here. It's crazy, bro. It's, it's yeah. My, 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 boy, my boy works from home, right? So one time I called him. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, yeah, I'm in Miami. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, cut. Like, yo, I can't do Canada, man. Like, you guys are just forcing me to do everything out here. I can be yeah. myself. I can live. No one, the COVID doesn't here. exist out here, uh, man. Robots. It's like COVID doesn't exist in Florida. I'm like, you know, I can't even blame you, bro. Yeah. I can't even blame you at all, man. So that's it, man. Like, New World Order. We're living, uh, it. We're the, living the, in it, bro. Like you said, the only thing you can control is what your your life's choices and stuff like that and your family. But again, again, I, I always thought that's, you know, I always used to be on that mind frame that like I can only control myself. But like literally someone else's life de- uh, decision choices can impact your family greatly that you don't even imagine, bro. So you got as much as you can control in life. That's all you can really worry about. But just be careful about those about those around you and those who are in power, because sometimes they can screw up your life in a way that you didn't even imagine. So, yeah. yeah. Canadians, unfortunately, you know, we really like our comfort. We like our safety. We just like to be safety comfortable. We like to be safe. Yeah. yeah. That uh, need for comfort, they're holding it against you now because it's, it's getting uh, stripped away from us. I know. That's why I'm trying to find a way to move to the States, man. Even it's, though they have their own problems. But I'd rather be an American than Canadian. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Bro, I don't blame you because the way I look at it is like in the States, you have, you have 50 different states to choose from, each with different yeah. climates. You don't like one, just go to another. Go to the next one. Yeah. That's yeah. It. There's job, there's job, there's opportunity, there's entertainment, there's everything you need, whichever state you go to. Chicago's acting up. Yo, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to drive to Florida and never come back. You know what I mean? You can do That's that. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. here, where are you going to go? It's, Ottawa. Just trying to, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alberta. You're going closer to the, uh, to the yeah. province. It's crazy, Bro. man. Every province is trying to out communist the other province, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sick, Quebec's man. like, boom, lockdown. Ontario's like, damn, we have to do the same. We have to follow suit. <laughs> and I think, I think we're going to see a lockdown. Like, I think just after now, the new bro. year. Yeah, just yeah, now after the new year. Yeah. After the new year, old cases went up. The holidays, we got to shut things down. Well, I feel yeah. like I've been in lockdown all year. So well, it is what it is. Damn, bro. I never thought I'd live to see this in my lifetime. You know what I mean? I thought, like, you know, my grandkids would have to live through this and I'd be on my nah. way out. See, as a, as, a, as a Christian, not to be bring religious, like, we, we all, uh, Christians believe that these are the last days. And yeah. literally, like, like the end, like, literally the end of days is near. And we literally believe it has to get super worse, worse than worse before any of this happened like, literally a war is coming in our in, in our belief we believe like a whole entire war 
It's about to happen. I don't mind you bringing religion into this. That's cool. Every day, I always kind of tell myself there is an invisible spiritual battle that's happening right now. It's invisible, but if you can at least have an understanding of what's going on, you clearly see it. Like from the moment in March 2020, when they had when they announced the shutdown, the, the war was waged. Mm-hmm. And has things gone better since then? No. Nope. Like every moment, they're slowly chipping away at like your mental well-being. They're chipping away at what keeps you whole. Your health. Your people health, are getting fatter. Chip- yeah, because people are locked in their house. They can't exercise. They this close is really the gym. about health and safety. Why would you close gyms? Yeah. yeah. Gyms so are essentials. I can go to a liquor store, but I can't go to a gym. But this is about health and safety. Yeah, okay. Stop the cap. And essentials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So crazy, bro. Your alcohol places are essential. This is crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm saying like numb, numb to it all, man. Yeah, every time someone says, "Oh, so and so, something happened," I'm like, "Oh, what's new?" Literally, like, there's I, no like, reaction nothing, anymore. Yeah, if nothing surprised. This, that, whatever. Yeah, it could be. my Injuries. wife and I were driving. My wife and I were driving the other day. We're like, "Man, could you imagine?" Like, there was a point in our life where, like, we were driving a highway. There's nobody here, and like everyone's scared. Like doomsday. Like everyone stay yeah. home. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you walk outside, you're like, whoa, 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 why, why are you walking outside? <laughs> and like, it's just like, it's literally just animals or nothing. It's just crickets, tumbleweeds, like no one existed like in the outdoors. And then slowly, yeah. truly, the fear went away. It's like, we're all sick of staying home. You know, babies are being born in a huge amount of rates because everyone's home having sex and giving birth. <laughs> and it's crazy now. You go on the road, you drive like a whole traffic. You know, no one cares no more, man. Everyone's tired of it, you know. And everyone's tired of being locked up, hooked up, like and, like living life like livestock. And I'm not trying to live life like that, you know. And I think this is why... I don't know if I have much hope for this, but people just kind of need to say, like, enough is enough. You go into lockdown or not, I'm going to operate my business. I'm going to still live my life as normal. Because, like, oh, like Canadians civil... ain't built like that, man. That's the problem, bro. Like, the thing is, like, civil obedience, where has it gotten us? Like, they told people that, okay, if you take two, you can live life as normal. A year later, two or not, we're back in the same place where we were a year ago. The same, so the same like... shit. So clearly, this is not working. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, bro. I don't think Canadians are built like that either, bro. The people in Texas, the people in Florida, like, fam, they, they're just built different. Like, you can't tell them what to do. That's yeah. the difference. And I have a theory about that. Now, I, I think history plays a big role in this, right? So, if you look at the history of how America was founded, they fought for their independence from the British. Like, they went mm-hmm. to war and they ran the British out and they, and they got their independence through yep. that. So, that's yep. entrenched in their history. Canadians, we got our independence because the British just said, okay, you know what? Here, we'll give it to you. Yeah. There was exactly. no cha- we There was were no patriotism. Nothing. Right? So it's just like, here, you know, we'll give it to you. And that's how we got it. And I think history have you plays seen, a big role in this. Have you seen the way Americans are patriotic versus Canadian patriotism? There's yeah. zero Canadian patriotism. They're so proud of, oh, we're the melting pot. So, uh, you know, we're multicultural. That's the Canadian way. Please, uh, like, why does why do you think a lot of these vets keep getting in trouble with what they're saying when all these immigrants are coming in not wearing a poppy in Remembrance Day? You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 no one, like, we don't teach our we don't teach history. We don't care for history. It's like zero pride on freedom out here. It's literally everyone think they 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 own everything and 
Jets. I think we're going to come in and inflect that. I mean, all the we're rights. All trying to, we're trying to catch up now. That's the thing. We're trying to instill indigenous history and culture and anti-racism and everything now. Like, you, like me yeah, but at work, because... you see the, all the initiatives they try to put forth. It's, it's pathetic. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really, really, it really, it really, it really is. But even then, even then, even all that being said, how pitch like have you met someone that says I'm Canadian and I'm proud of it, no. or do you meet someone that says I'm I'm, I'm Nigerian, or oh, I'm Jamaican, or mm-hmm. like or I'm Indian, or like yeah. think about it. Have you ever met someone that says oh I'm Canadian except for no. someone who's born in Canada? And even then, I'm, they were like, "Oh, my mom is uh, from, from here, yeah. yeah, from wherever <laughs> place that they're from," and then they'll claim that place. No one mm-hmm. claims being Canadian. It's not a thing, like bro. And except for my wife, my wife claims to be Canadian, but then it, because she's she's true blood Canadian, but she wouldn't. She'll be the first person to denounce Canada if you tell her, you know, she's no longer able to have pasta or lasagna anymore. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this right. I know. It's going to come off as like offensive to a lot of people and they're going to say this is ignorant. But honestly, all of this is by design. Okay. So we come from immigrant families, right? Yeah. But Mm -hmm. the reason why Canada and a lot of like liberal states and places really push for immigration is not because they think it's the right thing to do. It's because of compliance, right? I'll tell you what I mean by that. So if you look at people who are usually born and raised in Canada or in America, right? If they ever try to like infringe on their rights or they try to pass policies or laws they don't agree with, they're the first ones to protest, right? But the thing with immigrants, what they do is they bring them into these countries because they just want the opportunity and they just want a chance at life. Yeah. And because they come from, many of them come from like corrupt countries where there's corrupt governments. They think it's great. Exactly. Yeah. So they will never, because these people are so good in their eyes, they will never be corrupt because we saw what corruption is like. This government yeah. is not capable of that. So yeah. whatever they tell them to do, they will do it. No questions asked. That's why places like San Francisco, they really push, like San Francisco and like California in general, why they push for illegal immigration is because... That's, illegal And transplants. Yeah, they will do whatever they say. They yeah. will work for below minimum wage and not complain about it. Like people who are born here will not settle for just minimum wage. They'll say, no, these are my skills. These are my qualifications. I demand more pay. Oh, no, you're yeah. infringing on my rights. This yeah. is illegal. You can't do this. So they don't want that pushback, right? So what they'll do is they'll bring immigrants in in mass, right? Mm-hmm. And they will make them feel as though they're doing them a favor to bring them here. And they'll be so thankful that they were brought yeah. here. That they will never go against what people say. So if you look at Canada, the reason why we're not fighting is because what's alternative? Go back home. Yeah. yeah. What's alternative? Go back home. So yeah. crazy, man. Like, so it's like, so th- <laughs> what they're doing. So when you guys talk about this patriotism, you guys are right, and they do it by design. So that's why they tell you, hey, like when you go to America, you don't bring your culture with you. You come to America, you assimilate yeah. to American culture. That's it. That's right? it. Right. Except places like New York and California, they don't really talk like that. Yeah. They create a melting pot, and they have some of the most strictest laws that have been passed since the pandemic 100 Canada, yeah. canada's been like that hey when you come no you bring your culture you bring everything with you so yeah there is no established canadian identity there's no canadian pride 
But it's so disgusting. It's literally disgusting, man. Because, like, you go to a theater show and all you see is mostly Canadians. Immigrants will come watch theater shows because they don't understand art. (laughs) And and art is dying because, you know, it's not being... Because immigrants don't care about art. Think about it. Right? So the art in Canada is dying because... The, the immigrants aren't going to see theaters pieces and, and, and the way the same rate as uh, a, a Canadian would or someone who you know understands you know what I'm saying like but uh, the the way our government is doing this is definitely like like I remember growing up in Brampton in 2008 2003 actually as literally back then it was a bunch of white people black it was mixed it was super mixed and then you know i, I even grew up we used to call it brown town and all this stuff we thought it was funny but then it became a point where it was no longer funny literally there was all the white people left all the black people left i even left <laughs> <laughs> because the 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 uh, again i'm not i love brown people you know my 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 youtube channel everything i do is to do to south indians so, no arms to any. It's just the way the government just threw Brampton as a as a place where uh, anyone from India goes straight to. Brampton is actually well known in India, more known in India than it is, than Toronto is in 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 India. Everyone in India comes straight to Brampton, and it's crazy because I noticed how it changed the the municipality of Brampton, yeah. how schools were changing, how food started tasting. Yeah, um, I used to take girls on dates to the Rose Theater back in the days where we used to have a, a Brampton theater. And mm-hmm. I went to theater school hoping I could come back to my city and, and be a part of that theater program. And literally, I go to school, graduate, come back, and the theater program has been shut down by the government. The yeah. arts program that was taken away, and, I, and I, I had one of my friends who were in the, I guess... Uh, in in the government in Brampton, and she would told the, told me that like literally two years ago, well that was a while back then, um, that the government literally in Brampton got rid of the arts. They literally got rid of the arts because they wanted to focus more on different aspects of 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 programs in the in the city. And they realized after several years later that how the arts actually brought in a lot more money and how it was impacting the economy in Brampton. So what they did is now, instead of bringing the program back, they started funding uh, artists from outside to come in and do shows in the Rose Theater. So they killed our programs and used it to bring other shows into the city instead of funding their own programs and creating yeah. their own shows and pieces. Um, so it's pretty it's pretty sad how like the the government changed over time and the a lot changed man and, and unfortunately yeah. a lot it, it pushed everybody away. There's only so much you can do here in Canada, right? Everything is so restricted, there's so many laws. That's why there's a reason why Shopify, something like Shopify that was so big and created here in Canada, how to take their business elsewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, all it. the smartest Actually, people in Canada eventually get to a glass ceiling when they want to be different or be innovative. And right. Canada's like, oh no, it has to be passed through this, it has to go through this. There's all these laws, right? Right, well, no, 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 no,
right? It's cultural, it's cultural wise, it's brought up. And trust me, that's how it used to be with the African population where our parents would not want us to become artists, but it's just in our blood to be artists. And so we defied them. And, and so there was a, a time where artists were being brought up into the city, but due to them stripping away arts, they're gone. There's just a narrative surrounding art where they kind of where they make it taboo. taboo. I'm just talking like society, like societally, right? Like we just put like such a negative look, outlook on art, where it's like, oh yeah, well if, if you go if you do art, you're gonna be broke and all this stuff. But like, listen, like if you make an art piece and you sell that, you could probably sell that more than what someone makes in a year in a salary, depending on the buyer you get and the kind of the platform that you're on or the yeah, just how people value your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's because of that negative outlook that there even is a such thing as a starving artist. Because if art was valued the same way other industries were valued, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. Art is just done different is all. Yeah. Speaking of artists, like just to go back on the point you were making in regards to uh, patriotism and immigrants moving into Canada and the opportunity that they get here. I was watching Big Sean on Drink Champs, right? And speaking towards like, his relationship with Kanye West, right? And his relationship with good music, Kanye West's label. So a man like Big Sean was over there at good music. His career was thriving, right? When he just signed, working with Ye, working with all these big artists under the good music label. And to know, to find out after watching the interview that like good music owes uh, Big Sean like $6 million, right? But the whole thing that Big Sean didn't make it a big fuss, didn't complained didn't do anything about it because of the opportunity that kanye provided him right yeah that opportunity was the reason why he kept quiet right and that relates perfectly to the whole analogy that we're trying to create with the difference between someone in canada and the states right someone will come here get that opportunity and just stay quiet stay quiet yeah happy for the opportunity that Mm -hmm. was given to them even though he was being lowballed. Yeah, lowballed six million dollars, doing all this little work, doing all this work, just going about his day. It's just like he thinks it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, nothing he can do, right? Jordan, and he's thankful so, for the opportunity. That's so well said, bro, and it's so true. Like well said, very well said. We, we just have this mentality that we're just happy to be here. Yeah, like even if someone from here gets on, it's like we're just happy that we got on. So we're gonna be very passive when it comes to certain things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We don't, we don't have that fire that people in America have. Mm-hmm. Like we're actually, like we're soft. <laughs> like, like we're soft because you, like you, that's a perfect correlation. Analogy, to what you just said. Yeah, that's yeah. a perfect thing. Because I heard, when, I watched that same interview, and Big Sean said, "Yeah, you know, like." I never said nothing because I was just grateful for the opportunity. Like, yeah. he gave me that opportunity to do my thing in music. And it's the exactly. same mentality we have here. Like, yeah, you know what? I, was I got able this to job. I got this. Yeah. got this opportunity. You know, I was able to buy a house or do this. So I'm just going to hold it down, be quiet, yeah. get my jabs. And what That's else do you need me to do? I'm going to do it. Because, hey, you know, it's better than where I came from. Right. Yeah. It's better than the life where I came from. And that, and then, and then, uh, before you know it, everyone do the Me Too movement. For me, it's not about a virus. It's the principle behind the virus that anything that can be considered a threat, they can use it as a way to take away your rights. Mm-hmm. If you actually just read the the Canada Bill of Rights and look at your rights as a Canadian, it's a very short document. Go look at it. Just read what it says. Every single one of them has been infringed upon. And is anyone gonna? Is there any public outcry? Is anyone mad? It's not even the news. 
No, and you yeah. know why it's not in the news? Because all the news here, most of them are crown corporations for one, so they're owned directly by the federal government. Are you going to cover the government that pays you in a bad way? Of course not. If we had a, if you guys had an advertiser for your guys' stuff, would you guys talk bad about your advertising? No, that's why you need media <laughs> outlets like these to, like, you know, bring it to light or... You know what I'm saying and, and and post articles and and, and let yeah. people know, right? Because so, a lot of people, a lot of these guys are all paid on the table, right? To keep hush hush. Exactly. Right? So I and I read something on Toronto Star, and they're like, they're talking about the rapid test. Mm-hmm. They said if the rapid test is negative, it's not accurate. If it's positive, it's accurate. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> go so take it like, again. Go take it again. <laughs> like, drop things, that. Drop that thirty. Drop that twenty. So things that we know to be logical, like we have thrown out logic, like logic doesn't exist in society. You're not allowed to question things anymore. You just do as you just shut up and do as you're told. Mm-hmm. Uh, shop and dribble. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what we become. And it's showing you that no one is above this because we used to think that if you have money, the rules don't apply to you. But look at what's happening with Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, he's coming back now, apparently. So, yeah, because sure. out of desperation. But you see, that's why it's important to stand your ground, right? And a lot I of people are coming back. <laughs> yeah, Roy Herbert, underst- all these G League players. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I saw Mario Chalmers is back in the league. I'm like, Mario Chalmers, not Mario. I swear, Mario <laughs> no, he's Chalmers, back, man. He's back. LeBron's gonna get him back up. The nah, league. <laughs> man, nah, man. Say his name right, champion. Bro, Mario Chalmers. I'm like, you say his name, man. Champion, man. Say like, his name, champion, guys, man. These guys are reaching to the bottom of the barrel to get guys to come back. It's crazy. It sucks, but in a weird way, it's shown me a lot. You know what I mean? Like, it really lifted the veil and opened my eyes to things. In a way, I'm kind of grateful for these times, as weird as that might sound. No, I, I, I've, I've uh, had my share of gratitude for times like this. You know, like I said, like, I had two beautiful daughters being born at these times and, you know, opportunity to stay home more with my family and, and mm-hmm. see my kids, spend more time with my oldest son, training in soccer, quality time with my daughter, my oldest son, like my wife. You know, like my love for my family has grown immensely throughout these times. So I, I'm extremely grateful for that opportunity. But but we are losing a lot yeah. as humanity. And I, I'm, I'm shocked to see how it's going to impact us going forward in the future, especially in the game when you have kids, you you have to see how they have to live their life, uh, how the life world affects them or impacts their lifestyles. So you have to, you know, as a parent, should try to find a way to guide them properly. You know, yeah. most kids are home with technology in their hand 24-7 because parents don't know what to do with them. Right? And so who knows what damage that can cause, right? So we'll see. Uh, it's just you, you just have to be on, on your guard as a parent even more so now than you ever had to be because of all the the laws are being passed and implementations that they are having to get used to at such a young age wearing masking schools. Like, I'm asking my son, like, are you okay with wearing a mask? No, I'm not okay with wearing a mask, he says, in school. Because, you know, it's it's they can barely breathe sometimes, you know, and yeah. it's hot. And it's creating these, while well, my kids don't have it, but other kids, they're creating these rashes around their mouth, right? So who knows what can come out of these mask-wearing kids in schools that are running, doing physical activity with masks on. Sweating so, and everything. Yeah. Sweating, yeah, you know, so who knows what kind of craziness can happen from that. So there's a lot of um, changes happening, and again, just have to count your blessings that, uh, you know, you're home with your loved ones. For me, this year, coming up, I just want to, you know, try to focus even more so on my career and try to grow myself more. I guess more as a social media presence because that's all you can really do you know uh, if art is your thing and so um, 
just trying to build my presence more, but not just like, you know, in India, but more in Canada. I got to find ways to focus my attention with more Canadian stuff so I can finally start getting paid because even now I'm getting all these followers, I ain't getting paid for nothing. And so, and then just hopefully one day, now I, I'm trying to build myself as an artist as in Canada this coming year, next year, 2022. Hopefully it's my Canadian year to grow myself. So we'll see, that's, that's my goal. And of course, to continue to raise my kids and, and do as King Richard did in, in raising two two legends in Vanessa Williams and Serena Williams. Definitely yeah. go. My wife and I are looking to like, push like you know she's she, after watching that movie she 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 sees my vision where like i keep telling her like i want my kids to like have talents and skills and something whether it's dancing or whatever whatever they, they lean towards i want them to be great at it and so more focus in my in building my kids talents and skills so that like you know um one day they can do what they love their hobbies and it will pay them right so that's uh that's the continual goal there for me this year guys how about you guys jordan hugo for me, uh, just going into the new year, I really want to focus on just uh, my morning routine because uh, I feel like whether it's a 5 a.m. club or whether it's just getting up early to set your intentions for the day and just putting forth that extra time to organize how you go about setting goals or going through tasks throughout each and every day. So that's one thing I want to improve on going into the next year. And um. As well, just just growing myself. Uh, I coach soccer, so just developing myself as a soccer coach uh, within the community, uh, aiming to get my my second my C license, so so my license, my third license uh, in soccer, uh, just to improve my my ability and my my talent threshold of who I can coach and what teams I could take on, uh, and then of course just continuing to grow and learn each and every day just minor goals i have set for myself going into the new year that's yeah. great man that's great that's a fantastic idea to do soccer coaching yeah. that's awesome i think for me it's just focusing obviously on my craft with the writing and the podcasting and expanding the show i've seen some good growth with it this year so i want to continue to grow it out um i think i definitely want to focus on the investment like investment side of things and i think you know just becoming better you know, more discipline, like having better time management, I think focusing more like on like spirituality and just trying to become the best version of myself, I would say. That's where my mindset is at going yeah, man. into the new year. That's great, man. I know you Stocks. can do it, man. Stocks is a tricky it, game, but uh, best of luck, man. We'll, we'll yeah. figure it out together. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, we're all in this journey together, and that's why for this episode, I wanted all three of us to come back and reason with each other because we did this before. Fiftieth, the big five zero, man. Oh, the the fiftieth, bro. The big five zero. <laughs> Congrats, man. Living big, living large. Miles you guys, goes. Call you, you guys have been a big part of that journey. Like this show wouldn't be what it is without you guys. I don't think like you guys. It'll bring great energy, bring great conversation. And knowing you guys personally and us keeping in touch, I've seen you guys grow and do well in different parts of your lives, right? So I think as shitty as this year has been, I think there has been some good that came out of it as of well course. for all of us. So Of course, man. Give flowers when when you can, right? Yeah. And like uh just again, Yusuf, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, you know, keep growing this podcast and and I definitely know you have a great following, you know, not just great, any great following, a loyal following because, you know, they keep coming because you have great intelligence and uh, no, always thank, thankful to being here, you know, with you and Jordan. You guys are you guys are awesome human beings. So always, again, thanks for having me on, on Vault Media and Publication. You guys 
it's a sick podcast, so I am grateful to be here to uh, just, you know, be be learned from y'all, you know, so thank you for that. Yeah, likewise, bro. 100%, man. Yeah, people, they love, they love what we're doing. They love the conversation, so it's just building on it and creating that online community where people can get that, right? Of course, man, just consistency, you know, one day at a time. Yeah. That's it. You guys, you guys have any any last-minute plugs before we head out? Uh, nah, I'm good. No, not much for me, man. You know what I mean? You know, hold it down. It's crazy you're out there right now. Just, you know, hold your head, hold it down, take it one day at a time, spend time with your friends and family if you can, just make the best of these times when we can. Definitely. That's it. And Happy New Year's to everybody. I just want to make sure that, you know, what I've been saying is family's very huge at this time. So the world's going to... The world is going to spiral down into whatever it's going to spiral down into. And the only constant in your life is going to be your family, hopefully. Hopefully, you know, so uh, make your family bonds even stronger and, um, and and keep your circle very tight and always tell your loved ones you love them because you never know what could happen. Your life can change in a matter of seconds. So that's my own little uh, snippet for the day. And uh, what shall I do, man? I agree with that. Happy New Year's to you guys and everyone listening. And on that note, thank you guys for being part of this 50th episode. It's been a hell of a ride. Yes, let's keep it going. Most definitely. All right, my brothers, you guys take care. Yes. All right. Stay safe. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. You guys stay safe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, man, all y'all stay safe out there, man. Stay blessed out there. Love you guys, man. Yeah, I love you guys too, bro. One. Take care now. Before I close this episode out, I just really want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen. It's been 50 episodes and there's many more to come. I'm going to keep growing and improving the show. And I appreciate you guys for constantly tuning in and listening. There's so much content and information out there. So I'm thankful that you guys take the time to hear me out while I share my thoughts. Now, whether you have listened from the beginning or you're new to the show, I appreciate all of you. And I don't take the support for granted. All the ratings and the reviews, I appreciate all of it. I hope we can continue to go on this journey together. If you like the show and what I'm doing, you can also check out my latest book, Quarantine Thoughts, and all of my other books. The link is in the description. 50 episodes down and many more to come. Thank you all once again and have a happy new year. Until next time.